welcome back to another episode of the Newly Nerds podcast. Um, I am Lincoln, and sitting across from me is Samuel. Declan isn't here today, so it's just the two of us. Sam, would you like to uh, introduce the topic? Yes, uh, welcome back to another episode of the Newly Nerds podcast. We already uh, said that. I know. <laughs> but, uh, yes, today we will be discussing mythologies, sort of right off the top of our heads. We might come back to this in a future episode, but Definitely. for now, this is just, you know, fun introduction to mythologies. What I'm going to start off with is talking about some of the inspiration for ancient Mesopotamian, or or just ancient civilization mm-hmm. um, stuff. Sorry. S- uh, spoiler alert. Um, but, uh, <laughs> so if you don't understand, like, any of these Greek mythology, or just mythology in general. There's so many sources. Yeah. <laughs> you can just look, you can... Maybe don't. Look there's no but, way. There's no way not to learn mythology. Yeah, you can learn. You can learn about it. You can just always talk about it. We don't want you to log onto an episode and be like, um, "I don't understand what they're talking about." Because you know, yeah. we want this to be fun. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So just if you don't understand what we're talking about, just no. We don't you need can a, either follow along or we can not spoil. It, we don't need spoiler. No, this is, this not is a spoiler thousand thing. years old. Yeah, more. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we can just explain. Clarify mm-hmm. the stories. Yeah. So, yeah. so, um, what I'm gonna start off with is what might have inspired these ancient peoples mm-hmm. to come up with stuff like this. Yeah. Because the, there are some weird mythologies. Definitely. Really, really weird. Really, really weird. And some like, of them I don't even like talking about. Yeah, we're not gonna <laughs> talk about those. But um, there's certainly just stuff like where where would you ever come up with this stuff? And that's what we're gonna be discussing today. Mm-hmm. Um. What I'm going to first get into is the story of Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh. It's an ancient uh, Mesopotamian uh, story that was, I don't, well, it revolved around the mythologies. I don't, I'm not sure if people actually believed it, um, but there are some characters that may or may not have been, like, what these stories were based off of. Anyways, so it's, it's like a, it's like a story that they would tell over the fire, Mm-hmm. about a king who was pretty harsh but like inhumanly strong and fast and just like mm-hmm. he was just a superhuman basically mm-hmm. and comes across the, the gods like want someone someone to come down and basically tame him so the gods make this guy called named Enkaidu who is basically living amongst the forest animals until um, somebody comes across uh, like crosses paths with Enkaidu and What's talks. Enkaidu? Enkaidu's the name of the guy. Oh, okay. Uh, the second guy. So this guy is I think equally strong and fast as uh, Gilgamesh mm-hmm. but he's mm-hmm. kind of like an animal. Oh, cool. And so this guy uh, he's primitive and doesn't really understand like he doesn't know much and so this lady talks to him and basically teaches him about the world, and he becomes like a human, and like less primitive, and encounters Gilgamesh, and they sort of fight, cause they're like kind of almost equal power, mm-hmm. and they'll, and they so they battle, and they like cause Enkaidu is the good-hearted friend who's trying to push Gilgamesh forward, and Gilgamesh is kind of like this harsh leader, and uh. But then Gilgamesh learns, um, 
like from Enkaidu to be a more kind person. So the story progresses onward. Eventually, Enkaidu dies, and uh, Gilgamesh becomes wildly afraid of death, hmm. and so he does everything in his power to oh, prevent yeah. himself from dying. Mm-hmm. So eventually, he goes to a an, a guy named uh, I, I don't remember his name. An old man. But he's a he's a f- he was a a boatman who had mm-hmm. built. Uh, a boat during a flood, wink, wink, hint, hint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every, I just want to add on to that, almost, like, every mm-hmm. culture, every country in mythology. the world has mythology. Like, everywhere you go, you'll hear the flood story. It's yeah. It's really interesting. Really, really fascinating. But this guy who built the flood, er, <laughs> built the sorry, flood. who built the boat, <laughs> I'm a little bit, like, lost for words. Sorry, I was on, like, a four-hour drive. But, um... I was lost. Lost for words. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but basically, so this uh, this boatman, after building his boat uh, to withstand the flood, mm-hmm. the the gods basically reward him for surviving the flood with immortality. Hmm. So what he does, so what Gilgamesh does, is he finds this boatman, and um, you know, they talk, and Gilgamesh. Luke basically fails a test, uh, fails the test of gaining immortality, mm-hmm. and so, um, so then Gilgamesh is sent home. But now he's forced to look at um, life with a different perspective. Mm-hmm. It's not just about living forever; it's about living the good life, basically. Yeah. So, with that, that was one of the most original mm-hmm. stories. Um, that that was actually one of the first ever told, I think, mm-hmm. before you you could write it down on a oh, piece wow. of paper. It mm-hmm. was told over the fire. <clears throat> when I was reading it in, uh, we read it for a sixth grade project, and um, what what we did was um, we read through it, and uh, you notice a lot of the translations repeat themselves. Like, mm-hmm. you'll go, you'll read, and you'll, like, you'll think, wait, didn't I just read that, like, a page ago? You turned? Yes, yeah, I did. Yeah. But that's, you know, you want to know why? Mm-hmm. Because they didn't, so the people telling the stories over the fire didn't have, at the time, paper to write it, write it down on. So it was really hard to um, yeah, tell the story, like, to remember the story. A lot of pictures, like true pictures. Yeah, it was hard to remember the story. <laughs> so what they would do is they would repeat themselves to keep themselves on track. And to, so that they would like, be like, oh yes, this is where we're headed, right? Yes. <laughs> so they would repeat themselves and... That's how they remembered the story. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes stories are translated through pictures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like hi- hieroglyphs. Yeah. I just like want that. to say, like, dude, every time, every Greek myth I read, I'm like, what the heck? What the yep. heck? Like, mm-hmm. I'm so weirded out. It's it's so weirded. Then I'm like, I'm like, I tell my mom, mom, this, this makes so, no sense. They're just killing each other. And then she said a lot of them have morals. Their morals to the, mm-hmm. to the like, their morals to the people for the future. Yeah. And so a lot of them, a lot of them don't make sen- don't make sense, but it made sense for them because they were like, "How is this here?" So they make up a yeah. story, and then everyone starts believing in it. Yeah. Then when they were they were introduced to, when like Christianity was introduced, they were I mean sorry not like like, you know God one God when yeah the idea of one God was introduced, then um. When the idea of one god introduced, they were like, it doesn't make sense. Why would there only be one god who created mm-hmm. everything? They're like, 
there should be different gods because they want everything to be like equal, you know? Yeah. Like so they were like, um so they made these stories mm-hmm. and they're like really weird stories, but they all have morals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Uh I think yeah, I think that was probably the main th- reason that people wrote it was mm-hmm. how maybe well one thing maybe kids were asking too complicated questions like why is the sky blue or why is the sun up in the skies why why what are the mm-hmm. stars basically and so, so i bet yeah that's that's a good that's a good theory like like parents like like in calvin hobbs <laughs> yeah. that's far off but the dad tells calvin uh, calvin <laughs> calvin i lost for words too the dad tells calvin um answers like that are made up because mm-hmm. he doesn't know the answer to it. He, he's not a very <laughs> humble guy, yeah. and so Calvin's probably gonna spread rumors. Yeah. But so how it went was, that's a good idea. Like, that's a good theory. Like parents telling their children, and their children telling their children. Yeah. But also another another thing could be the parents are just trying to teach these kids morals through their yeah mm-hmm. through um like their mythology. So like um don't challenge your elders or don't challenge people of higher authority and they're like but why let me tell you the story about the goddess athena um being challenged by a mortal woman to a like what uh Zeus. <laughs> no to like so like oh, what is the what is the the mm-hmm. word i'm the uh, tapestry a tapestry making contest. Do you know mm-hmm. that story in Greek mythology? And then so Athena, many... <laughs> and then like, cause, so she's like, she makes a tapestry about the the gods um, being like oppressive and evil, basically. Mm-hmm. And Athena doesn't like that, so she turns the lady into a spider. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and that was like, don't. That was basically like, don't challenge um, people of higher authority than you. Mm-hmm. was the basic moral of that story. So I think that's, like, just why the people mm-hmm. followed those those rules. But also, maybe even to have, like... Because I feel like the idea of God, like, the mm-hmm. Lord, um, wasn't really super well-known in the yeah. ancient world. Yeah. So it was it was only, really, Israel. Kind. I mean, obviously, sure, there are probably other nations. Israel but, came, like, later, though. Yeah, but yeah. Israel is, like, the the one that the full nation were supposed to worship mm-hmm. and honor God. Mm-hmm. And I think people didn't quite recognize that, so they wanted their life to have meaning, so they mm-hmm. put their um, their lives in the hands of mm-hmm. these other I feel like, false yeah. gods. Yeah, I feel like the thing myths and the Bible have in common is they take, a lot of people take the myth, myths literally, mm-hmm. and, um, like, myths literally, and so... And so they start believing those myths, but like in the Bible, they're like, "Don't, don't boil a um, lamb, don't boil a lamb in its mother's milk." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Wait a minute, that doesn't make any sense." And it's just, yeah. it's just, it's immoral. It's yeah. it's explaining. It's like telling the Bible was, and that message was telling people to not worship gods because that was a way. That was a sacrifice. That was a way of sacrifice. And so yeah. I feel like myths have that same thing where a lot of them have morals to to stop this one problem and people yeah. took all those morals uh, all those stories literal yeah which is yeah. why it doesn't quite make sense mm-hmm. because we're not taking it in the context of our cu- current culture and not the culture that mm-hmm. the um the myths were born in basically mm-hmm. what i'm super bothered is when like rome 
like t- like Romans attacked like Greece and everything. Yeah. And took all their myths. Yep. Used all their myths. Changed all the names. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Zeus, Jupiter, Zeus to Jupiter, Ares to Juno. Ares, yeah. Uh, Ares, sorry, Ares Mars. Heracles to Hercules. Aphrodite Venus, yeah. Hermes Mercury. Yeah, stuff like that. And it's so they're so uncreative. Like, like I'm thinking like, what would the like what would the Greeks be thinking like? Mm-hmm. That's kind of annoying, honestly. Like, yeah. that's how a lot of things change. Like how a lot of different countries were diverse. They wanted to be their own thing. They didn't want to copy others. Yeah, the uh, I think it's yeah, it's just interesting. And mm-hmm. like part of it is the way that Rome thrived as as an empire was they allowed other people to worship their own kind of hmm. religion. Or, like, mm. worship their own kind of god, basically? Until Constantinople. Constantinople killed people who weren't Christians. Who, yeah, who, yeah. Oh, who were or weren't? Weren't. Okay. Um, but, yeah. But I think the reason that Christians were oppressed by the Romans at some point mm-hmm. was that, was because, uh, the, um, they, uh, they were mm-hmm. saying, they're, no, they're not tolerating the idea of other gods because there's only one god, our god. Mm-hmm. Which people didn't like, so the Romans were like, "Oh no, we're losing power. We got to take these guys out," mm-hmm. which I think is why they were being oppressed. Yeah. But you know, kind of off topic, but you know, I was gonna mention stories with myths in it. Like, I want to mention Marvel first. Marvel, a lot of words for that. Some of them are good, some of them are bad, but um, yeah, but. What I'm bothered by with Marvel is it isn't consistent with its myths. It's inspired. It's it's inspired by myths, but like it has North Norse mythology, Greek mythology, <laughs> Roman mythology, yep. all of the mythologies, and it's just it's just really annoying, honestly. Like mm-hmm. it's cool. It's cool that mythology aff- affects storytelling. Yeah, I like, that's really that's creative. But but then I want it to be consistent. You know, like. Well, actually, Moon Knight is yeah. Egyptian mythology. Like it feels like it's different worlds. It doesn't feel like it's one world. Yeah, that's the problem. So a lot of stories, like w- even if you're just like imagining your own little story in your head, mm-hmm. whether you f- like if it's like a fantasy and stuff, whether you think about it, like whether you actually like full on think about it or not, all those originated at some point um, from a mythology. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so, like, uh, you know, it's just, yeah, a lot of stories we're thinking you have on your paper. I have a paper? So. Whoa, where did this come from? Yeah. Whoa, they're like... What do you have there? Wow. Well, I have Trials of Apollo, which, it's, it's, um, based in the Percy Jackson, like, Percy Jackson kind of area, like, Percy Jackson's in the books, but, uh... It it's based off of mythology, like it's modern day Apollo. Yeah. So he's cast out onto Earth, mm. um, from Zeus because he did something wrong, and like he did, yeah, and uh, and so, and so he's like a teenage. He's he's uh, reincarnated on Earth as a teenager, and he has to restore all the oracles to become a god again, and. What I don't like about it, so it's really cool. It's like mytholo- I'm learning a lot of mythology, but what I don't like about it, it's like, okay, I can't believe I'm saying this, but it's too comical. It's too funny. Like they, mm. then he, and he's out of character. 
I feel like. Yeah. Like, Apollo seems like this really loyal god. Yeah. But but then he's, like, such a cheesy... Like, it seems like... So he's, like, 4,000 years old. But then once he... um, <clears throat> But when he's on Earth as a teenager, he's in a body of a teenager. He reminds me of a five-year-old. <laughs> it's... So the gods, I feel like, myth and myths, the gods, I'm treating them like they're real people. But, um... Yeah. The gods are full of themselves, like they have no room to grow, yet mm-hmm. the people of Earth are intimidated by them, so they obey them. Yeah. And don't criticize them. If they're if they're criticizing them, then they will be punished. That's what it's... Yeah. That's what it says. Then, um... Could I say something about that? Yeah. Um, so... I just think, so, when you take full stories and, or the full mythology and turn it into an actual story, like, our current translation of the, the weird origins of the different things, like, I, I mean, like, Hephaestus being, Hephaestus, or, I don't know, okay, so there's a lot of examples of, like, weird ways that they decided people were Mm -hmm. create like, things were created, Mm -hmm. and... Um, just kind of almost random. I think that's partially because of the translation that we have from them. Hmm. So, like, it's not actually... So, for example, in Genesis, uh, the book of Genesis, it says uh, Eve was made from Adam's rib. Hmm. It's a, So, rib was translated to an, a word Greek I don't quite remember, but basically it actually meant by his by the side. So... By Adam's side, Eve was created by Adam's side. Hmm. So, um, which basically means, like... Next to him? Yeah, it could mean next to him. Mm-hmm. But whatever the, the case may be, um, people mix up a lot of the the different translations. It's really, really hard yeah. to translate that accurately. Mm-hmm. So you think about trying to translate that into a full story, because you want to say loyal yeah. to the books... It's not going to work out very well because we don't have the full understanding of what the story actually was. I also, think most of the myths yeah. are pretty accurate because we're like, because we're like, a long time ago, those people were weirdos, but they <laughs> <laughs> were weirdos. True. But if we, if right now was a long time ago, a long time ago was now. I don't I, if that makes sense. Yeah. Then they would be like, well, those are some weirdos messing with, messing with technology like that. Oh, that's over. That's overrated. That's that's weird. Yeah, it just true. causes more fires. It's just weird. So, yeah, <laughs> maybe I, not. Maybe <laughs> not. Well, honestly, maybe. But like, you know, it's it's just. I guess really what I was trying what I was trying to say is that, it's not gonna work no matter, like what the translation is. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna work to turn in. Like to turn this weird mythology into an actual story. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I get what you mean. Like, maybe some of the mythologies, who knows, are, like, perfectly normal stories. Like, they have no... Yeah. They're, like, not even important stories. And then all of a sudden, it slowly gets translated. Weirder from, and weirder. From a rabbit to a dragon. Yeah. It's like weirder, weirder, weirder. And, <laughs> Definitely weirder. And But... Yeah. What takes up 25% of mythology is Zeus and woman. Mm. Unfortunately, yes. yes. <laughs> but uh, basically, uh, for Greek mythology anyway. Yeah. But um, honestly, it could be interesting to see, like, 
a, a story that took mythologies but like didn't make them entirely the same like made them just slightly different to make it a little bit more intense like the tension gets stronger because there's a lot of um like shows and books and movies that are based off of the the mythologies but like sometimes they're not as good because the tension is lost because you know oh there are just these big gods behind it it's nothing to worry about right Mm -hmm. i just feel like it could be so interesting to have a story that's like almost like it's based it's loosely based off the characters Mm-hmm. But not necessarily the exact <clears throat> stories. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot of stories are just some of the stories are repeating themselves. Mm. Like like yeah. you said that earlier, right? Like the gods are like disbanded or something like that. Yeah, like stuff like that. And then out like taking like the Iliad for an example. It was a. I don't think it was a long war. I don't. I'm not sure if it's real or if it was a real war or not. But I'm sure there's something going on. Obviously, because yeah. the Iliad is a long. Long story. Mm-hmm. And so, the gods take sides. Like, the gods don't take anything seriously. They use it, like, as a game. They yeah. take sides of the war. Like, I pick this side. And they help that side. Like, as if they're chess pieces and they're moving yeah. around. It's really interesting. Then, um... I going to say? What's your... What's your favorite myth, myth do you think? It's um, a hard question. There are so many. Like, m- maybe most significant. The most significant, like, yeah. to the time period? Mm-hmm. Like, no, to you, personally. Not to me. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mm. think, like, Native American stories are interesting mm-hmm. because they're, like, not necessarily gods. They call them spirits. Mm. And, it, I don't know, it's just interesting to think, like, um, a lot of the Native Americans on a whole different continent still had yeah. their own mm-hmm. like myth, myths and stories. So much I don't know about Native Americans. I like, know quite I know quite a bit about it. We really? did, did mm. we did studies on them in mm. uh, in uh, fifth grade. I think every time I think of Native Americans, I think of modern day hippies. <laughs> don't say that on the podcast. You know, <laughs> it's probably a bad idea. I hope no one's insulted. <laughs> yeah, but uh, what's your favorite like? mythology category like greek norse egyptian egyptian is pretty cool um i guess egyptian's pretty cool but it's weird yeah definitely. it's like one of the weirder ones hmm. but i guess i mean it's a hard question i think mine's probably i don't know much about norse mythology i know my i special i specialize Sorry, I'm best in Greek mythology. Yeah, I want to study more Norse. Like Norse is really cool though. Like yeah, it's kind of it's like I kind of respect like the people in mm-hmm. Norse Norse mythology. There's no one I respect in Greek. Yeah, it's uh, it's honestly you know a lot of Tolkien's inspiration came mm-hmm. from Norse Norse mythology, mm. which I kind of want to get into if you don't mind. Yeah, so. The Lord of the Rings, I, and a lot of you know that I like. Uh, you er, love it. Yeah, you look I like really, an elf really too. <laughs> Everyone keeps saying that. Mm. Your ears are getting pointier. Your blonde hair is getting longer. Legolas. You have a you have a you have a bow and arrow and a map on your wall, like literally, and a staff. And he also has a cutout. 
life-size cutout of Gandalf. Life-size cutout of In Gandalf. my room. Crazy. He's uh, an elf of the wall. I'm almost convinced he's an elf. But... Uh, maybe uh, maybe yeah. I may not be. Mm. But well, go on. Uh, regardless, <laughs> Lord of the Rings was actually, I think, actually. the basis of, um, or the, like, it's it was the starting point of fantasy stories, like good fantasy mm-hmm. stories. Because, like, you have all these stories, like, um, Brandon Sanders, no, not Brandon Sanders, that's, uh, Brand, Brandon Mole's, um, Fablehaven, or, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. uh, or, I mean, it doesn't seem, it doesn't seem like he takes that much mythology, like, he takes the creatures, he doesn't yeah. take the myths, but, like, that's, that's kind of like, um, Narnia, he takes the creature. he uses the creatures for mythology, but he doesn't use the myths. Yeah, but, like, you just have all these different... Um, stories like Atlantis, uh, or just, just ton, tons and tons of different stories, but they're all kind like they all point back. I think to the Lord of the Rings in a way. Hmm. I think the Lord of the Rings was an inspiration, definitely, to so many fantasy stories. I don't know, Sam. I don't. I don't really know many f- interesting fantasy stories before that. Yeah, it's like that. Be- and you know what he took? He took two things. He took Christianity. His own religion, mm-hmm. and he took Norse mythology. Hmm. As those were like the main inspirations for his writing. He had a lot of others, obviously, but that was the main inspiration for his world building. You think? Um, I think a lot of the Israelite stories about them getting like exiled into different lands and stuff like that. Just all the information in the Bible came like stuck out in his in his world, and. Like, yeah, just so many, um, just so much inspiration comes from, um, Norwegian mythologies, and a lot of inspiration for fantasy stories nowadays mm-hmm. comes from The Lord of the Rings, because Tolkien was a great translator. Mm-hmm. He was able to take stories from other mythologies and intricately weave just certain aspects. He would, he would take, take a look at them, think Think about it in a different way. For example, there was a Shakespearean drama. I don't know what it was called hmm. or what the play was about. But basically, it's this king. This other nation was trying to freak out this king. They would dress They dressed their soldiers up in tree costumes and, like, moved around, hmm. walked around to, tr- to make the king go crazy because he thinks that the trees are alive and attacking them. Hmm. And um, basically, he freaked the king out. And I don't quite remember how it ended, but um, Tolkien took that and he's like, that's pretty cool. Mm. Although that's kind of lame. I'm going to make actual walking, <laughs> living trees. Dude, so that's, awesome. that's what he that's what he did. Like we were watching Lord of the Rings a few months ago. And um, and I was like, I was like that walking tree. It's so cartoonish. And my parents were like, it was a big deal to have that kind of animation back then. Yeah. I'm not cartoon. It was early so, CGI. Hmm, yeah. But like, okay. In all honesty, CGI still looked really, really good for the time. Mm-hmm. It was like, it did. It was <laughs> awesome. Okay. Compared to what they can do now? I'm not... Well, they just came out with Avatar The Way of Water, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Don't compare that to now. But like, Yeah. I mean, Sam, have either of us even seen it? No, (laughs) but I know from people telling me that every clip of of that movie is a work of Mm -hmm. art. People, if somebody tells you something, 
you should always believe it. Right. Yeah. Everybody's no. okay. Okay. I'll to be it. honest, I, I watched the first Avatar movie, and why are we talking about Avatar? But <laughs> I watched the first Avatar movie, and I it's like it's like from ten years ago. Yeah. I don't know, but something like that. Decade ago, it was made, and it's like such good animation. The plot is stupid. The characters yeah. are stupid. People only watch it like. As far as I know, people only watch it for its animation. It was an international blockbuster that, like, I, I remember some people I know were like, they walked out of the theater and they were like, um, wow, that was amazing. Wait, what was the storyline about that? <laughs> and they sat back and thought about it and they're like, there was that's no storyline. That's kind of lame. Apparently, what I. Uh, my, dad, my dad made fun of it and said, it's uh, tanks versus dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The. Uh, yeah, so I've heard, but like, uh, I mean, the, uh, sorry, I'm going to get the back thing? on track Yeah. Um, with basic, no. so basically Lord of the Rings. what you have to do, I think when you're writing a story or thinking about a story, think of, and basing it off of a mythology, think about, okay, let's take some of the stuff that was good about this mythology and yeah. rethink it. To a point where you can turn it into like, your own creation, yeah, yeah. like like the same the same moral, but yeah. not the same characters. Like same creatures, but not necessarily or based off some creatures, but not necessarily the same. Yeah, like a lot of creatures are made mm-hmm. like combo from different. Mm-hmm. There are a it's lot. It's almost of... it's like impossible to create mm-hmm. a completely original. You come up with things from different movies or ideas or. Nature, obviously. Yeah. Sometimes it's take a walk in the woods and, like, pictures in my head flash from, yeah. like, ideas from my book and everything. Mm-hmm. The, uh... Oh, you know, funny thing is, uh, a lot of you know from our other episode that Lewis and Tolkien were friends. I think I told... Yeah. Mentioned I this in our other almost episode. Almost everyone knows. <laughs> I think I mentioned this in our other episode about how Tolkien didn't actually really like C.S. Lewis's yeah. Narnia. Mm-hmm. Because Sam, I don't it like was your just so at all. I know. I'm kidding. But um, like <laughs> it's a joke. The uh, but the characters, uh, are sorry. I'm kind You're of going off track here. Dead. I know. But um, the uh, sorry about that. Ignore whatever's <laughs> happening in the background. That definitely just... wasn't his dad saying, "Where are you?" Oh, Sam. I got the money. <laughs> it's a freedom. He's out the window. He's gone. Well, it's just us now. Me and myself and I. Okay. Well, um, Sam, I was gonna, I was, gonna, I was gonna pretend I was gonna talk for a long time, then all of a sudden, yeah, you started talking. Sorry. Um, you ruined it. I'm okay, just gonna ruined. take. I'm just, so. Basically. So basically, um, I think part of the reason C.S. Lewis, um, or Tolkien didn't really like C.S. Lewis's writing all that much, was. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily just because the, um, like, you know, the religion was so very clear. He didn't like the idea of religion being in books, right? No. He didn't like the idea of, um, making moral, the moral as clear as it was. Hmm. Obviously, Hmm. Aslan is Jesus. (laughs) There has never been a question in the world about that. Unless, obviously, you're not Is Aslan Jesus? But, but, um... (laughs) There, it's like, it's just so 
plain and simple. Mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings has a lot of biblical themes in it, mm-hmm. but it's very subtle, mm-hmm. and it's well crafted. I feel um, Narnia was made. Narnia was targeted, targeted, targ, was targeted to like all ages. Like it's, it's kind of a kids book almost, but yeah. adults can read it. Like so, I feel like he made it nice and clear because kids have a hard time following along when it's like very subtle, it's very complex. Yeah. Full depth. It's super entertaining to reread over and over again. Yeah, the morals are very clear. I feel like that's. I respect that. Yeah, obviously respectable. But Tolkien didn't love that style of writing. Um, but I think part another part of it, it another reason, um, he might not have loved it is because Tolkien is a world building. I don't know if this is right. World building fanatic. He is crazy and about then, his world. He's crazy about his world building. Just trees and mountains. And like, <laughs> gosh, but no, he, every single piece of his, uh, every single like sheet of metal in his world mm. is, has some crazy backstory Dude, to it. I would love to see his journals. I doubt they're accessible. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, you can, I mean, if you want to read the Sil- Silmarillion, but that's kind of crazy. <laughs> you know, I think his son, Christopher Tolkien posted, is, he, is his, sorry, or, not posted, but like published a lot of, um, like books that explained his no, I don't no. think so but it explained Tolkien's world a little bit more seriously <laughs> that's that sorry that was out of context not Tolkien I was asking if his son's still alive yeah no I'm sure he has grandsons that are still alive uh yes he does yeah. and they're billionaires now because Amazon Sheesh. bought the rights to a lot of this, this stuff. I wonder I wonder if so. his I wonder if Tolkien has any like journals that are on exhibit or something like that That'd be cool. I don't think so, but there, are, like I said, there are books published yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Christopher Tolkien took his the letters that he wrote to to people about it mm-hmm. and organized them into a book, mm-hmm. and er, into lots of books actually. So there's a ton of Middle Earth books out there mm-hmm. published by Christopher Tolkien. Yeah, a couple a couple years ago, I, um, us and our friends watched uh, a conference kind of thing. Like it was organized by something called Rabbit Room. Oh yeah, yeah, and. Uh, and the background of it was Tolkien's fireplace. It's really cool. Yeah. It's like, it's, he's still remembered and everything. That's, yeah. He should never be forgotten. Yeah. Nope. A thousand years, it should be like, hey, remember that one guy? Made all those <laughs> no, I don't remember that one guy, but I know who you're talking about. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, yeah, should we so, wrap it up a little bit? I mean, I did want to just clarify. I don't think I got this yet. His world building, Lewis's world world building, is pretty clear that it's based off of mythologies. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like you look at the, uh, but it's not. It's based thing. off of the creatures, not the myths, really. Like, I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah, that's the, true. They're based like because he's focusing on like it's funny because he's focusing on um, Christianity. He's, sorry, I zoomed off for a second. He's focusing on a Christian moral yeah and so he's but he's adding in the creatures he's i i it would be weird if he added the myths yeah no he didn't yeah but um yeah he was adding a lot of the creatures and didn't really change them a ton when you think about it Mm -hmm. like satyrs were supposed to be like um obviously just goat men who were probably like who just loved partying and and having fun and having celebrating joyous occasions with one another yeah, yeah but like that's so clearly based. I mean, not exactly. On my birthday, but, on my birthday I'm gonna give all my friends presents. 
Like a hobbit? Yeah. Look, Sam, you've seen my feet. Of course I'm a hobbit. <laughs> Big feet. Walk through snow. Amen. But, um... <laughs> Amen. Uh, but, yeah, basically, he took all of these mythologies and made them... Or all these mythical creatures and made them so clearly like the original creatures in mythology. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think Tolkien didn't love, honestly, because <clears throat> Tolkien took all these different creatures... But made them his own. Hmm. Elves in other mythologies, short little creatures that like to party. Yeah. In his world, they were like celestial beings, basically. Wonderful and Are fair. you a dwarf without a beard? Dwarfs, dwarfs, honestly, actually, dwarfs were just, I think they were just short people in mythologies. I think they were just hobbits with beards. <laughs> they were, so if a hobbit was born with a beard, you better... You better take him away. They were like just jolly short people. But in the books, in but Tolkien's you know books, really cool? they were like building civilizations mm-hmm. underground yeah. and mining yeah, like, metals. Yeah, uh, like Rings of Power. I, I like Rings of Power, but like, I, I mean, it's some parts isn't the best, but like yeah. a short hair elf. How dare he have short hair? But uh, the, the caves with the dwarves. So cool. Casa Doom. Yeah. yeah the so way they cool. interpret interpreted that was really cool. Yeah, the the cave is just awesome. I wanna rewatch I just wanna rewatch it just for the caves. The ba wait, have you finished? Yeah, this I have a long time ago. The Balrog at the end in Casa Doom. Mm. The Balrog. Wait a minute, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> the fiery creature at the very end of the the series. Dude, I finished it. What fiery creature? So you so <laughs> you remember when the dwarf guy like through the leaf in the, in the, the mine, for, Mithril the Mithril mine. He threw the leaf in there, to get rid of it, and it just drifted down, drifted down, and landed in the at the bottom of the cave, and it got burned up by this fiery creature. Do you remember that? I think so. Same Balrog. Sam, I it, I don't remember things. Have you seen the movies? Uh, Lord no, 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 movies? no. I I've seen I've seen them, but um. I don't remember some scenes when the series isn't very important to me. Fair. <laughs> but, um, bas- but yeah, that's the same Balrog in the movies. Mm. Same creature that attacked Gandalf. <laughs> that was a phenomenal voice crack. What? Oh, when? I don't know. Maybe I'm hearing things. Maybe. I'll listen back to you. <laughs> <laughs> you but, always say that. Oh, yeah. I, and I always will. But, uh, yeah. Um, so, well, I mean... We should probably wrap it up. Yeah. Um, but I basically... Basically, what you what you th- what, what you should to... do is check out our Instagram and email us. Yeah. What I was going to say is that <laughs> basically, we take away from this when you're writing a story or reading a story. Mm-hmm. Next time you look at them, yeah, pay attention to the context of the mythologies mm-hmm. because yeah. that's like interesting when you're like, oh, they weren't accurate to the mythologies. Look at the mythologies mm-hmm. because if you're entirely accurate. To the mythologies, it's gonna be a weird story. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, if you have any, you can comment on our Instagram telling us what is your favorite, uh, what is your favorite myth, and mm-hmm. you can also um, email us for yeah. suggestions and all that. Mm-hmm. Well, Send your regards to uh, to Declan as well. Yeah. May he De- rest in peace. He's not dead. He, oh, he's not supposed to be. People weren't supposed to know that yet. Uh, Thank you all for listening to the Nailing Nights podcast.